Oh, yes, this is Danhausen here. Danhausen, this is uh, for Shooting the Breeze with Bash and James Housen. Yeah, it's a podcast, a wrestling podcast of some sort, based in the UK. It's quite nice. Danhausen's here to give you a very nice, valuable shout-out of some sort. And also, you, Danhausen's wishing you the powers to knock out the Breeze Horse. That is Warhorse in disguise, Danhausen thinks. He's not quite sure. But he also is uh, shooting the Breeze with a Breeze Horse. So, you must defeat him. He's evil. Anyways, love that Danhausen. Good luck. Hey guys, this is episode 79 of Shooting the Breeze with Bash. Um, with me, James. And with our special guest. Once again. <laughs> yep. Mark, is this a three-peat? Is it four? Three, I think. Right? I think it's three in a row. Yeah, I, I appreciate three. This is three in a row. Yeah, yes. Thank you for having me back. I appreciate it. No, uh, yeah, good to have you on, mate. Yeah. Uh, how's everybody doing? How's everybody feeling about the reopening of the... The country, basically, here in England, soon. Very positive. Yeah, it's about been, time. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. I think I've got tables booked Thursday. I've got two different ones on Saturday. And I think I've got two different ones on Sunday as well. So I've, I've just gone all out and hope for the best. Anywhere that I was willing to take me, I've booked in for. Yep. What's that for? Um, Just literally just gets a pub. Any, any <laughs> beer garden that's open that's got a table free, I've put my name down for it. Okay, where's taking bookings? Um, the Quizlet by me is taking bookings. Um, the station in Sutton Coldfield, um, that's been taking bookings. You can only get them in two hour slots, so um, there's okay. a there's Delhi Social in Baldmere Road. So I think uh, most of the Ember Inns pubs are, I believe, now if they've got an outdoor section of subscription, um, you can sweep in and you can book tables now for the for the April week and so on. Okay. I think they're going to expect a big turnout, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah, I think it's going to be It was pretty much the first day when I started booking in, and there was like almost every Saturday slot was gone. I think about early morning one Saturday, um, and then that was it. And then the rest of them are like they're either midweek or I've nicked one on a Sunday at six o'clock. Mm, that's a good start. Isn't it? The rest of them are early doors. But yeah, I think um... early doors is going to be the best bet with everything. Like, not just, like, pubs and restaurants. I think it's legit going to be, like, if you want to go to the shops, I'd say get there early, because if you get there any time after probably one in the afternoon, you're just going to have sheer chaos. Yeah, 100%. For the first couple of weeks, anyway. Has anybody had the jab yet? No. 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 My missus has, but... uh, not me. Knocked her about a bit, actually. I must admit, it knocked her about, but she's all right now. I think it knocked. I think the fair people have been knocked back by it. I know mum and dad have both had their first jab, and they they've been knocked around from it. But mm. last time I checked, because there was an app that you can check, and there was I was like fifty, uh, thirty six million in the queue or something daft like that. <laughs> so like you're in the queue for the PS5. <laughs> yeah, I know, like... yeah, fucking hell. What's rarer, <laughs> jabs or PS5? Game had some uh, game had some Xboxes in the other day, and they literally sold out instantly almost that's some for pre-order um john lewis had some they went out for pre-order and they went straight away as well i didn't even get a chance to load up the website Just gonna have to look at a picture of it still <sighs> Mate, i'll give up like i've got my xbox series x like which i'm like chuffed with and i gave up on ps5s i was like you know what your best your best chance is april 12th when everything reopens if you just 
like for example, James, if you got in your car in the morning and just spent the day just going from shop to shop, so say you went Warsaw, pop Smiths, pop Game, pop fucking Asda, Tesco's, right, none in stock, right, where next, right, go Sutton, go Birmingham, and chances are you will find one. Yeah, find one. All the, while everything's online, no one stands a chance because you, you join a queue and it's like there are seventy five thousand people in front of you. Like, it legit came up with that number, and I was there like, fucking hell. You're being a bit of a... Even though that's a bit of a hassle, it's a much better chance, because a lot of people don't go down to Curry's, you know, PC World, and yeah. you know, they don't think about that. And then, then they just go to, like, Game or Tesco or whatever. And they're then, just going for the main ones. Yeah, they're really normally... Got, the retail parks... The retail parks normally have one or two in stock, in it. Yeah, get one. But it's literally, it's like... You remember the Arnold Schwarzenegger film Jingle All the Way? The last yeah. action hero that he tries to get from the shop. Yeah. It's literally like that. And it's like, it's, he gets to the point where it's just a free for all. But I think Smith's and somewhere like that, like Basha just said, the like the retail parks, somewhere like Smith's, most people aren't going to knock around there. Or if they do, it's going to be for yeah. other things. Yeah, it's going so to the first thing that pops into mind when you think of, right, mm-hmm. I want to buy a gaming console. Yeah. Well, shall I go to game? specialised yeah, in them yeah, yeah. or shall I go to the big ass toy store it's like uh, for some reason in your mind you just like game yeah 100% that's yeah. why I was keen on the John Lewis one because you wouldn't you wouldn't really think to go to John Lewis to buy an Xbox nah. yeah. <laughs> no not really but yeah um, we're going to have a huge week of uh, the pro graps coming up and oh mate next week <clears throat> next week's a, a very very fine wrestling week Next week is gonna be a, it's gonna be a slog though. Yeah, it it's is gonna, gonna be. be a slog, man. Cause there's a lot, a lot of content coming up during next week, and it's a full week. It's not exactly like you know, you get you get a day off. Eight days. It's you. You basically got eight day. Well, no, if you can't fucking now NXT is on Tuesdays. Is it? No, it's not. It's been moved to Thursdays, hasn't it? No, it's, it's gonna be. Tuesday next from next week I think it's on Tuesdays. It's on Tuesday from next week. So basically, not this week got, coming up the week after because yeah, it's Hall of Fame got, this week. You've got basically nine <laughs> solid consecutive days of wrestling. That's just of WWE. If you include AEW on the Wednesday as well, yeah, the next day off from a big wrestling event is Thursday of next week, or obviously yeah. Thursday the seventeenth. Is it? Yeah, you Pretty got much, yeah. New Japan tomorrow as well. So. Yeah, it's like, chuck a block. WWE is ba- has basically saturated the market for the next week and a half. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. To stop people from getting on top of it or getting other events in. Pretty it looks much. Looks like it, yeah. It always used to be the same at WrestleMania week, where like Ring of Honor had always used to try and do a show like the same day or before WrestleMania, in the same town where it's kind of yeah, been recorded. And they still got a lot of indie shows going around. I know Bloodsport oh, yeah, there. Um, Did you get a chance this? to watch the? Actually, I've noticed it's not actually in our notes. And talking about indie um, shows, did anyone get a chance to watch the Ring of Honor nineteen year anniversary yeah, yeah. show? Yeah, I watched pretty it good. Week. Yeah, it was mm. half decent. Yeah, um, Ring of Honor always puts on a decent pay per view. It's um, it it's a bit odd. I haven't really watched Ring of Honor since kind of. Since it had like people I've kind of recognised, really, if that makes sense. I mean, yeah. Ring of Honor, like the last time I really watched it, like Marty Scurll, obviously just kind of signed a very long deal with him, but like he's no longer 
affiliated with the company um, for obvious reasons. Uh, yeah, um, I'm happy that Dan they've got Dan Housen now, which is a a reason for me to tune him. The thing with Ring of Honor is they always seem to replenish their talent somehow. Mm. Like it just doesn't it doesn't die. They just kind of they don't hold down to talent, but they kind of bring in like other talent in that you may not have heard of, like or mm-hmm. or pretty good on the independent independent and give them a platform and. Is it's that... good watching like like what I the thing I noticed with that sorry to cut you off, the thing I noticed with that kind of anniversary show was you can see very clearly and very quickly who WWE would want out of that roster. Like you'll watch a match and you'll be like, Right, I can see like whoever the headhunters are. So it's probably Regal actually. Like I can imagine Regal wanting him, I can imagine Regal wanting him, right, you know, he's good on the mic, right, he's quality in the ring. And like, it's good that it's like that, but then it's also a little bit sad at the same time because it's almost like a launching platform. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's always been like that. Ring of Honor's always been that way. If you think of everybody who came through there. Yeah. In the first part of the 2000s, early, late oh, yeah. 2000s, boy, the amount of people that went through that company mm. who are now in WWE is beyond belief. Yeah, it's almost if you look back at people's history it's like an anyone who's anyone has been, has been in Ring of, Ring of Honor for a substantial period of time of some description yeah obviously it will come up to a few people who are in the NXT yeah. takeover Samoa Joe Daniel Bryan Kyle O'Reilly Adam Cole uh, AJ AJ Styles Samoa Bryan Bryan Punk yeah Punk yeah, yeah. Cesaro yeah Cesaro yeah Seth the who's the who's who pretty much now on that roster has gone through Ring of One. You could create a five star match out of pretty much any combination of two people of that list of people we've just listed off there. Pretty much. Like you really could. Yeah, probably, yeah, the way things are. Um but yeah, um I've gotten the notes up so um we'll start going through. It's been a while since we recorded, so obviously fast lane happened. Yep, fast lane um, happened. The most Important things were like Nakamura and Seth put on a really good match. Like probably the one of the matches of the night. It reminded me of old school Nakamura. Yeah, and then they had a match on SmackDown. He kind of lost both, which was kind of a shame. Kind of you, you thought after the Gauntlet match, you kind of would get a little bit of a push up, but obviously not. It's because everything's just a build towards Cesaro versus Seth, which. I am very intrigued about that match of Mania, I won't lie. Well, I'll talk about it when we get to it. Yeah. I'm very, very intrigued about it as well. I think we might be close to the same wavelength. But it's an important match and the title's not needed because it's what comes from that match. But yeah, we'll... Uh, we'll, uh, we'll cover the bases when we get to the previews. But no, uh, um, Seth got... versus Nakamura was a hard-hitting... Strong um, style. It's very back and forth. Like, I won't lie, I thought Nakamura had it. Like, yeah, like, until the stomp come at the end. There's a lot of offense from both sides. A lot of offense. But I, I agree with what you said right at the very beginning. There was shades of what Nakamura used to be before he was watered down by WWE. And if, even if they let him have that that little bit and it's 10, 20% of what he used to be, I'd be all for it. Like whether they've got anyone that would be able to match you on the roster at the moment that would be able to go for a little bit more 
I think absolutely but I just hope he doesn't get to the point where they're building back up like they did before and then he has a match like he did with AJ Styles and they completely cuffed him at every opportunity they had yeah yeah and then you had uh, Drew with the Scottish face paint which was uh, really interesting oh, to yeah, find out yeah Bray Park Drew yeah versus a uh, Scottish famous that was a pretty decent match to be fair you know what? I thought that that was going to be shocking. It turned out to be really fun. It was yeah. quite brutal. It was a brutal, yeah. It, it was, was like it was. It was a big hoss fight again. That's what it was. Yeah, it was the hoss fight, yeah. Literally battering each other until one of them gives up. I mean, the the actual explosion through the video award was a lot better than what AEW did. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you thought, oh, actually, the sparks did fly. There was an explosion. Yeah. A little bit more. The sparkler was better than the AEW one, but I was gonna yeah. say, yeah. We spoke that to death last time. But Yeah. It was it was a obviously getting Drew onto his like, you know, winning ways, obviously, to face Bobby. You know, coming up obviously he got that win. And now, you know, it's interesting to see just them two go at it constantly. You know, I think it's just a good match. I'm just I'm just wondering with Drew, like is literally all of this like the last year like everything that's occurred and him dropping the title and um having his little kind of feud with Sheamus and then you know leads to Lashley at Wrestlemania is this literally and the like where it's the hot potato the title just because they want to see him win the title in front of a crowd probably yeah I suppose we'll get onto it and We'll do the preview, eh? I think mm-hmm. I think I agree with that. It almost looks to me as if, from my interpretation, is they don't think that there's anyone that they can use to carry the title other than Drew at the moment. But they just didn't want Drew to carry it from WrestleMania to WrestleMania. Yeah. They've just done whatever they can to try and break it up to then start again. Otherwise, you're going to be looking at Drew having the title for like 18 months before somebody's viable to really take the title off him. Yeah, true. Um, then, kind of the most interesting point was the Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss thing with like the mm-hmm. fiend looking like a barbecued mankind. You know what? Uh, I, I said the same. Uh, I've I've said this to you a couple of times. Uh, Bash. The mask, I can live with. The rest of the outfit looks stiff. And it looks like he's he's not he can't move comfortably in it, and it looks very robotic and shit. <laughs> I, I just call him the Chargill Mankind. That's what he is like to me. I never thought I'd say this because I was so like invested in the fiend as a whole, but it's almost as if they've taken him too far. Yeah, in a sense of what they've done with the outfit, like. Bring him back, bring him back as something else. They could like they've brought him back as this this Chargill mankind. And I understand where they're going from, but the way that they built the fiend up previously to that, they could have brought him back as literally anything and it would have just been it's a rebirth. And you would have been on board of it because of the character that they built up until that. Yeah. Yeah. But they've brought him now back and he's like like James just said, surely he can't work in that. He can't he can't like move. He can't work comfortably and like he- when he hit Randy Orton with the sister Abigail, it looked stiff as hell. Like his arm was only, he'd got his arm kind of wrapped around Randy, but it looked as though it was kind of like half wrapped because that's as far as his arm could go. And I was like, 
you can't wrestle like this. I'm hoping he has a new outfit of some sort at Mania, because... Yep. He's got um, a new man's Mania, you're going to have a different well, look at James it. just made a very, a very good point that I hadn't actually thought of. You've got a character whose his whole premise is kind of supernatural, so you could have just had a rebirth. Or you, you, it doesn't need an explanation. It's a supernatural character, you know. You don't need to. You don't need to go kind of so far down the rabbit hole that you've now booked yourself into a corner and made a character that you can't really work with. Like Bray Wyatt's Firefly Funhouse, that's gone. Yeah, that's gone. Yeah, that's good. Um, so now you've just got Alexa Bliss's little fucking playground thing, which is absolutely fine because Alexa Bliss, Alexa Bliss. So I, yeah, I can live with it. Yeah, James, you want to add anything to that? No, I, I completely agree. It's just looking at, like, it's always going to be a hypothetical looking at, but, like, they could have done anything they wanted. They could have, if, if they really wanted to, as bold as a statement as it is, they could have brought him back as Husky Harris and just let him rebuild back into the theme. But, you know, anything would have been better than bringing him back looking like, like you've just said, like a, like a burnt mankind. It just... I just don't see where the where they can go from this to make it now believable. So at some point he's going to have to take all that outfit off that's all burnt and crisp in order to wrestle properly. But then when they take that off, he's just going to be fine. And yeah, they... everyone's just going to be like, "Look, just don't mention it." Like, do you remember that? Just don't worry. He had surgery. We've got the best surgeons. WWE has the best surgeons known to man. Yeah, it's like like Randy Orton and the Fireball. Yeah, exactly. and like the next day is really completely got no nothing wrong with his face. Does this mean that does this does this mean that Randy Orton's stronger than the Fiend because he can heal from burns quicker? Because the Fiend's been gone since God, what, like three months and he's still cooked. And like you just said, Bash, Randy Orton was good the next day. <laughs> yeah, which is it just it just sad. it made me sad a bit. You could have just even though he got burnt, yeah, you you didn't need to go all the way out with that gear. You could have just like had his leather jacket all burnt up. Yeah, just left the mask burnt on his dreadlocks. You know, leave him in his gear, but just burn it up a bit. Yeah, not make it so it looks like it's melted to his skin, which is, you know, probably what would happen, but it's a wrestling show. Yeah, but I agree. The last thing that I've found is, I think the best thing they could have done, in my opinion, is brought him back exactly the same as how he was, as if nothing could happen. Because that would have made sure... Yeah, you can't do anything to him, you can't sit because nothing happened. Yeah, because he kept he was, he was in his matches. He kept no selling or not. You know, everybody's big moves. It was just no selling. Like, you know, from a from a company standpoint, are you gonna put a belt on a character who's standing there looking like a burnt up zombie? No, because you can't do anything with him in the media. Yeah, he's he actually is done. Yeah, in terms of marketability, his whole outfit before was perfect it looked as though people had put thought into it like everything about it right you got a scary mask right trousers like red black pinstripes almost like a circus type right black vest show off his muscles and his tattoos because he is quite jacked at this point and it's like somebody put thought into it whereas this they've just gone okay cool right jason what's What's that fucking, uh, that really bad Friday the 13th film? That... Anything after four. <laughs> you know the one that where he went to space? Was it Jason X? Yeah, Jason like, X. Right, let's go with something like that. <laughs> and see what sticks. Um, oh, God. 
Yeah. Uh, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, we've given that too much. We've given it more time than it deserves because they just fucked it. Yeah. They had two two groups break up within the space of not even a week, really. Yeah. They had Retribution break up, which is kind of kind of imminent. You could kind of see it happen because, you know, obviously they, they fucked that as well because, you know, the beginnings of it was really different and then, like, that, the way it turned out was yeah, really, really sad. Yeah, I think on really paper on paper retribution looked like a really good idea but then when they put it into practice they were like this doesn't work yeah and I just feel sorry for my staff Hardy he's just and kind the leader, of like... the leader of the entire group is somebody who is good but I wouldn't even class as a mid card I think he's, he's, he hasn't had that he hasn't had a, sh- a shot shot do you know what I mean he's supposed nah. to have that shot with the money in the back briefcase he gets injured at Elimination Chamber. Coffee Mania happens. He gets this retribution gimmick. He tries to do the best that he can with it. Ends up fucked up. You know, back to square one for him. And it's just so. What's happening with everyone that was in the faction? Like, well, oh, Slapjack's in the bloody battle the royal. Slapjack and T-Bar in the battle royal. So it just doesn't doesn't make any sense. The need to bring back that like T-Bar. That's um, Dynam- Dominic. Yeah, Dijakovic. Dijakovic so if I'm completely honest put just put him in the battle royale nobody needs to see T-Bar just yeah. put just put him in there it's just uh, it's just the dude's a monster he's like fucking six foot how, how tall is he he's got to be about six 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 seven, six, seven. seven. his matches with Keith Lee but one of the highlights surreal of that NXT era even though he lost all the time you're like yeah he is something you know like that, that that kind of three four match run they had at takeovers was incredible. Just never ask me to try and spell the dude's last name. It'll never Dijkovic. happen. I I could sit there for an hour and I wouldn't get it right. It's a Czech, I think. I think he's Czech or something like that. I can't even pronounce it, let alone spell it. Here's another one who's in Ring of Honor. And I mean, just there you go. Like, just the amount of names you need. Go back to talking about Ring of Honor. It's like, Insane yeah. talent that's been through there. Kevin well, Owens is another one. Sammy's another one. Obviously, we'll get onto them later. Fuck me, man. Ring of Honor just produces talent, and it's a shame they don't hold on to it. Yeah. Well, what's happening with Keith Lee? The last I heard, he was injured. <laughs> Fucking hell, isn't it? I don't know what they're doing. With he that. got COVID, so he was off and he was out of the rumble. So that was the reason for that. So that's fine. But then, from what I've read. He's got some kind of niggling injuries, which he's basically getting taken care of before he returns. But then... He's probably coming back raw after Mania. That's fine. But then where do you go with him? Because from what I've read online... <laughs> Another mid He was supposed to win the US title. It, was, it wasn't supposed to be Riddle. It was supposed mm-hmm. to be Keith Lee. But why have him have kind of, you know, decent matches with Drew McIntyre? Put him up against Orton, have him beat Orton, and then put him in the mid card. That yep. dude is a guy that you should literally strap a rocket to and be like, right then, go, just go. Yep. I, I just hope they don't fuck him up. He's another one. I really hope they just don't mess it up. I think your, your hopes are going to be very short lived because I've got a feeling they will do. I think. Going back just quickly to Retribution, I feel Retribution with Doom from the start. I think 
they're going to be on lists now and it's a shame because all the individual people in there are good wrestlers there's some good people in there it's a shame for Ali Dominic Dijakovic who is Slapjack or whatever his name Shane is Thorne. who? Shane Thorne the guy who's in TM61 in NXT remember that tag team okay yeah vaguely yeah, but I think yeah. they're people that like you could put Dominic Dijakovic straight back into you could put him into the gauntlet match at TakeOver when we get to that and he wouldn't look out of place at all no. But I think Retribution are always now going to be a faction that are on the lists of, you know, when you'd see YouTube lists like top 10 worst factions of all time. They're, yeah. they're going to be knocking around with like the oddities and people like that. That's how bad it's been. Yeah. Mm. And then with Keith Lee, um, I suppose we'll it'll segue nicely into when we talk about um, the Hurt Business in a second. But the rumour that I heard was that he was going to become part of the, part of the Hurt Business um, and it was almost going to have like... Um, Undisputed Era had all four titles and he was going to have the mid-card title out of the four. US but, yeah, the US and then he was going to have Lashley with the world title and the tag team titles would be on the other two. And then that was what the Hurt Business was going to become, but I think well, as they've got those now. Well, they're gone as well, now they're right. And it's not going to work out well. Which well, I think... the Hurt Business, apparently, um, it was Vince. He, both MVP and Lashley both met with Vince McMahon because they'd heard that Vince was has decided he had enough of the faction and he wants to break them up. So um, I read they both had a meeting with Vince McMahon and he was just stubborn as hell. And if anything, it made up his decision even more. He was just like, I just don't want the faction together anymore. And he just split them up. But just break, and they're not happy. Breaking them up a week before Mania, where you yep. know the crowd's going to be there and they would be buying their merch. Because they've been the, the best thing probably on Raw the whole year. Yeah, the I'm not a fan of Bobby Lashley. However, I did like the faction. I'm a fan of I'm a fan of MVP being like the, the yeah. mouthpiece and everything. Yeah, I think that works out well as a as a as a mouthpiece. I think it works out well, and it does. I know it's a hypothetical situation, but it does bode well for kind of Lashley versus Lesnar, MVP versus Heyman, kind of. Yeah. Think if, they would, if they ever wanted to go down that route but I just don't understand why they'd split the hurt business up like you've just said Bash, it was the best thing that was on Raw for a while and I seen Batista's tweet which made me laugh just something along the lines of who would break up the hurt business now and then he's got anybody question no in capital letters so he tweeted out about it like he was clearly unhappy about it but it just it doesn't make sense like they've now not got a faction that I could think of so they couldn't bring another faction in and create just any sort of any sort of filler like you could create a faction it doesn't matter who they are and you've got a month or two worth of storyline that just writes itself because it's faction versus faction but now they've got really here just breaking up factions left mm-hmm. right and centre yeah, at the moment I mean yeah. Undisputed Era gone Hurt Business gone Retribution um, gone Retribution gone no there's no faction there. there's none there isn't there's just individual people Sanity three quarters of them got sacked <laughs> Sanity's also I think I think Sanity might be the only team that is worse than Retribution in terms of a debut if they ever even debuted as a full team mm-hmm. I think the yeah the word the word properly debuted they, they, they haven't got anything what factions have they got at the moment Zilch. Imperium no Imperium no, they've got about 15 different shows yeah, it just it don't, honestly it just baffles me like you've mentioned there Undisputed Era in a passing comment that's that's a storyline that you could have brought up if you really wanted to, you could have gone all the gold versus all the gold. You could make a match out of there and people would tune in. You could make a four-way match 
and you could headline pretty much any pay-per-view other than one of the big four and it would be believable but they've broke that up and yeah they're doing great things now um down on NXT with the matches that they, they're creating but it just baffles me as to why of all the time would you pull the trigger so close to Wrestlemania to split up the best thing of the last year you know what I think it's like what they always say the first roar after Wrestlemania is basically hitting the reset button I don't I just look at that show as just a big red button and it's just Vince hitting the reset and that's I think it's hit the reset already Adam Cole I reckon Adam Cole Finn Balor yeah. Um, Obviously, we'll get onto that. I reckon they're both coming on. I reckon they'll both be on separate shows, mm. but them pair will be up. How do you? Obviously, we have got the whole the whole of fame is going to be on Tuesday. So mm-hmm. there was a lot of like the people that are going in. I kind of respect most of them. One of them was a bit of an odd one. Obviously, Molly Holly she deserves to be in there. RVD, that's a good one. Uh, Eric, you know, Easy, Eric Bischoff, you know, one of the things that he did. Eric Bischoff makes yeah. sense. Kane makes complete sense. Yeah, Kane me. makes sense. Great Carly was the one was like, oh. Great Carly, you know what? I, I, I have no problem with Great Carly going in. I won't lie. He, he was, he was there. He, he was, he had a good run. He was a champion. No, yes, he wasn't the best wrestler in the world, but, but you know what? I can live with it. I think my favourite thing that you said is, I'm just interested in seeing RVD's acceptance speech because weed is legal in a. <laughs> Sorry, he's gonna be stoned as fuck, and I can't wait to watch him stand there <laughs> out of his out of his head with his fit misses what's Vince gonna say to him like Vince can't say shit he's literally I would be surprised if he pulled out a spliff on the stage <laughs> and just lifted up and went look I've already got the ring you ain't taking it off me goodbye yeah um, it would weed, be funny weed is legal in Florida yeah, oh like, fucking hell yeah. well, you do you get an idea when you look at them um, on paper you do get a feeling like one of these names isn't like the other in the great Carly but I'm just I'm looking at it now because are they doing the 2020 as well? Did they do it last year? No, no. They, they just skipped the 2020. Like they don't mean anything. Like Batista yeah. was like, supposed to be headlining. Batista yeah. was supposed to be in this year's, but apparently he's turned around and said that he doesn't want to do it because the fans, the fans aren't going to be in be there during this, this ceremony. So they're at Mania, but the Hall of Fame ceremony is like a closed event. Yeah, that's already been filmed. So Batista has basically says, "I'll go in next year." Um, so according to this, apparently the 2020 class is being inducted alongside the class of 2021 as well over the WrestleMania 37 weekend. Okay. okay. So, so they've got yeah. So you got you got Liger as well, which is interesting. Yeah, you've got uh, JBL, the British Bulldog, Juice and Thunder Liger, the New World Order. That's um, Hogan, Nash Hall, and Sean Walkman. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Bella Twins. Fuck's sake. They've then got the celebrity. The celebrity input is William Shatner. Um, yes. Yeah, Shatner's Shatner. just Shatner. And he's and then, Shatner going in there. Uh, um, but this is the notes that they put outside it, because I'm just reading it here. It's like, made numerous appearances on WWE programming, including serving as a raw guest host in 2010, and a narrator for the WWE Network reality series Breaking Ground. So apparently that's enough to get into the Hall of Fame. 
Um, and Shatner's just Shatner. He just deserves to be any I whole effect. I love William Shatner. I just don't understand why he's in there. Yeah, but never mind. Yeah, but Drew Carey's in there as well. So I suppose if you're going to put one in, you might as well. Donald Trump's in there. So, yeah, there you go, yeah. And then uh, Titus O'Neil is going in for the Warrior Award, which makes sense because of all the stuff that he does outside of WWE with Pamper and whatnot. Unfortunately, I'd be remembered for falling under the ring when running down. But so Titus walks like... Say again. Wait, so, he gets the war- so he's not in the Hall of Fame, it's the Warrior Award. So, it's so like he's the, in the Warrior Award. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The special recognition, so he's not quite in the Hall of Fame. But I think for all the stuff that he does and all the stuff that you read about what he does outside of the wrestling in and around Florida it makes sense to give him the Warrior Award but looking at the rest of them I think everyone else is pretty deserving I think Eric Bischoff definitely everything that he's done Kane unbelievable RVD I didn't realise how many titles RVD actually held in WWE but, oh, you know what that good. guy can still go so I won't be yeah. I won't be shocked <laughs> Matt manager calling yeah him I can't <laughs> I can't be sh- I won't be shocked to see him on Monday doing something are they mind Jingo wrestling? <laughs> yeah, he can still go. And there's definitely, like you just said there, James, there's, there's got to be something. They've got to look at it somehow just to get him and Matt Riddle together. Even if it's just a backstage segment to look at each other. Yeah. Or just, <laughs> just look at each other and laugh. The two stoners. <laughs> yeah. You could even put him in like a smoked out car. <laughs> and, then yeah. and then just roll down the windows and he's both from the scene together. You could do anything in it. It'd be like a, it'd be a minute segment. But everyone would be talking about it because of how funny it'd be. Yep. Um, we had, I heard that Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker had a great match on AEW. Like a, they kicked like the shit out of each other. Like, I, I, <laughs> That's pretty lucky they did. I'll be honest, I kind of just binge watch AEW till there's like uh, a pay per view coming up. So I kind of just pick up bits and pieces there, but I heard about it. but I heard it was a great match. Like I heard it. In, in, a lot of people say it, it advanced women's wrestling. Which WWE is kind of like, you know, need Thunder Rosa. Yeah, she's great. Th- yeah, hundred percent. And I, I think AEW need her more because their willing, women's roster is an absolute bag of shit. However, yeah. WWE need like they should be chasing her with a blank check, just going look, fucking put a number down and we'll do it. <laughs> It'd be a big, big deciding factor for because there's an open space for it at the moment in the in the women's division. The way that it's all over the place, they really could just they could just cut all out and get. Her. But I'm a massive fan of this match, and I think I agree with what they said about it. it had the feel of a 1999 2000 hardcore match in WWE, like that kind of that kind of match. I seen Mick Foley's tweet where he was watching it when uh, Britt Baker gets powerbombed onto the the thumbtacks. Yeah, and it just gives a thumbs up, and it's like that's the seal of approval that you could ever wish for in a match. Like you could go for, if you're the second you're having any sort of hardcore match, that's your seal of approval there. And it did get um, when I was reading about from the the PW Insider, Dave Meltzer gave it a four point seven out of five, which is now his joint highest rating for any women's match ever, which is along with I think it was Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch uh, Evolution. Is the other one okay. that 4.7, but it, it's now his it, like his joint highest match, and then he goes on to talk about um, the other matches that have got a 4.5 or above. Were Bailey versus Sasha Banks, the Iron Man match, and then Asuka, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte at WrestleMania at TLC 2018, 
So they're the only matches, uh, women's matches, that he's really given decent ratings out of five to, but now it's the joint highest one he's ever done, so it shows. Yeah, but we know. Definition it's got. Yeah, but we know Big Dave's all the way up AEW's backside. Oh, yeah, at the moment, he's on the payroll. You know I mean? Absolutely. He is, he is on Tony Khan's payroll at the moment. Absolutely. I absolutely agree. Like, every time I see his ratings, I'll take them with a pinch of salt because you can almost mm. guarantee they're getting half a star more if they're in AEW than they are in WWE. But, oh, 100%. Just any, any company right AJ now? Styles, you could have AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan have a five-star match. He'd just give it 4.5 and be like, nah, sorry, Kenny Omega versus fill-in-the-blank Lucha Libre was better. So, 4.75. Yeah, so... <laughs> when was the last main roster five-star match? That WWE got. I know NXT have had a couple knocking around, and I think all of them had Andrade. Ages ago, man. Um, but I, I, thought, I thought I thought most of them had Pete Dunne. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah, I know. I know. Was it? Oh, is it Capital Punishment? That had one with um, Sam Punk and John Cena. I know AJ Styles and John Cena. It's got John Cena in it. I'm pretty sure it's got John Cena. In it. I think one of the more more matches. But we're talking probably nine, ten years ago since the main roster had a five star match of any description. Mm, probably probably deserving so as well because a lot of it's tough yeah um, I'll go on to the, the New Japan Cup finals and semi-final night the semi-final night had an earthquake in the middle of the middle of the match middle of a match which is absolutely just insane imagine if you were on the top rope you would shit yourself I, I oh think my God. if that was anywhere other than Japan people would shit themselves yeah, no, J- Japan are just like, oh, fucking hell. Right, Not give again. two minutes, it'll pass. The way they handle that was absolutely just class. From the wrestlers to, like... Imagine if you're one of the wrestlers and, like, you know, you're like, oh, shit, like, Jay White's, like, r- runs off. You're like, I've, I've, uh, like, if this was here or anywhere else, people would be running, like... But they're just sat people there patiently. the stadium and trampling all over one another. Yeah, it would have absolute free-for-all. <laughs> Imagine that on Sunday at WrestleMania. Oh, there's an earthquake. Imagine the shit that would happen. It was handled with like class and just WrestleMania at- in a giant stadium. It turns into fucking what's the Batman film with Bane where the whole like stadium just implodes on itself? Oh, yeah. Is it the Dark Knight Rises? Yeah, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, fucking. Hell. That's what it'd be like. That the, the way <laughs> they hand- walking around with a Bane mask. <laughs> the way they handled it though was absolute class. From the wrestlers, the staff, you know, the commentators on either side, you know, and obviously, like, you know, the wrestlers, like, kept calming everybody down. It was, when, when they restarted, it was Jay White running out with all the belts. It was quite funny. <laughs> I thought that was really quite funny. Um, the semi-final match between Finley and Osprey was great. Um, and the finals, Shingo and Osprey had, like, a five-star classic it's good, it's good to see yeah. that Will Ospreay's getting the kind of so wait there now Will Ospreay's won oh no never mind he's got the New Japan Cup so um, I'm thinking of that US New Japan title never mind yeah we'll get on to that in a minute uh, they had a great match but the ending was pretty uh, triggering for a lot of people I yeah mean, Will Ospreay uh, turned on his missus didn't he and attacked her yeah which was I don't want like... Yeah, and just the timing of it is really bad. It's just not it's just with everything that's been going on. 
It's because they want to build up. They want to basically make Will Ospreay look like the biggest asshole heel known to man for his match with Coach Ribushi. Yeah, for but the belt. Like, you got you got to put it in context, and it and when, with how things have been going on. Obviously, oh, I agree. You know, the timing of it was bad. Nobody knew what was going on. The commentators didn't know anything. Ibushi's there, standing there, not doing anything. I knew they're gonna write her out, like obviously because. She doesn't want to stay there, but they just could have done it in a... Can you just imagine how awkward that would be? Like, so, Coach Ibushi's just standing there. So, like, Coach Ibushi's, like, the good guy. And he's just watched a bloke take out a woman. And he's just looking on, like, the fuck? What, what do you want me to do? He found out about it. <laughs> he found out about it when, um, like, about two mi- like, about a minute before the angle, when Osprey's calling him over. That That's when you no found sense, about it. But yeah, it makes no sense. It is what it is. At least Osprey's getting a world title shot. Yeah, but it's just the way it was handled. Like, Even though realistically, he's not winning that belt. Although you think he is, don't you? <sighs> I also think he is as well. I, nah. <sighs> I've, just, I've just got a feeling. I'm in, I'm in a 50-50 place. I'll explain why in a second. But I said the match was great. Like The 450 through the table was... A crazy spot. I don't know if you lot have seen it as a gif or whatever. Uh, I've not seen the um, I've not seen the David Finley match, the semi final match, and that's meant. I know you mentioned it a minute ago that it was good, but it's meant to be really good. Yeah, Finley was Finley's been. They're pushing Finley now, especially during that tournament. If that's a match, you should single out and check out if you can find it somewhere. It'll be on a Tinterwebs or on New Japan Wrong. If you subscribe to it, it'll be somewhere. That's a match to check out if you have any spare time. But yeah, um, the new belt has been very decisive. Let's just pray that That new mate. belt is horrific. Uh, oh, I've seen, um, I've seen a side-by-side of the belt and the tattoo that's on Cody Rhodes' neck. And I can't unsee it every time I see the belt. I call, they do look similar. I call the front plate a Transformers head. Yeah, like the front I, plate looks like a transformer's head. It looks it's it's like the love child of Cody's tattoo and the WWE Divas butterfly belt, which might be the worst belt of all time. It's not the worst belt of all time, but it's not good. I was talking about the Divas belt. I think the Divas uh, belt Divas probably belt, the worst yeah, belt Divas of all time. Tragic. It's looked. I'm looking at a picture of it now, and I, it does look very grand, and it looks very like it's, final belt ish. It's very it gold. Yeah, that's exactly. Cool, and I, I think that's part. I think you've summed it up there. To be honest, I think that is it. I think just because of how shiny and new it is, it looks very majestic. But give it a year or two when the when the gold fades, it's he's it literally just gonna look trash. I want to see Nitro beat the crap out of it, like he did with the IC belt. It's just like the IC belt was completely wrecked. Like he, oh yeah, he, he, he smashed it, about. destroyed it, and battered it. And they have to get a new belt. I want Naito to win the belt and just completely smash it to pieces. And be like, right, I want a new belt. I want it designed a different way. Back to the old belt. Thank you very much. Like, I think a lot of people are complaining, a lot of newer fans, because they're so used to the old, like the old IWGP-style belt for the past five to six years. There were newer New Japan fans. But if you actually look at the history of the belt, there's a lot of different designs. I oh, there is. I think they tried to merge all those designs into one belt, but it didn't come out the way it was intended. I, 
just don't know why they did it. Like when I first saw the picture, I put on Twitter. I says, "Please tell me this is a fake." And like some somebody on Twitter, I can't remember the name, literally came back to me and were like, "Nah, that's legit the new belt." Mm. And then I messaged you, Bash. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I'm just reading about you now while you was talking. Apparently, the design behind it. It's a merging of all of the original belts together. Yeah. And that's the design that they've came with. So they've taken the parts of the previous um, three, four belts and just merged them together and hope for the best. And it didn't work out too well. It's very decisive. Even the strong belt looks a lot better than that James sent to me this morning. I was like, oh, yeah. that looks a lot better. That actually looks like a so, yeah, championship belt. belt. Like a, you know, a middle like I don't know probably it's probably the equivalent of an intercontinental belt like the intercontinental championship yeah but it's it's going to the winner of the New Japan US, Cup US New Japan tournament yeah that belt looks better <laughs> yeah it does it does I hate to say it does look a lot better it looks a lot nicer as well and it's kind of like at least Strong now has a title do you know what I mean it's like they're like I wouldn't call it their NXT. I'll just call it like a side kind of. It's like their their US presence. Yeah, and at least they've I... got at least they've got a belt that's not the US belt now. They've got a belt that people can fight over, and you know it's kind of turning into a, like a little little indie brand, if you know what I mean. Oh, if I can good. explain it that way. But yeah, can you watch that through the uh, New Japan Network. <laughs> Probably, yeah. You can find it in other ways, but. You know the, what the internet's like. Oh, they get, so have they got their own show? Yeah, they have their own weekly show. It's like three matches a week. About I 40, watch this. About 40 minutes. And what's it called? New Japan Strong? Yeah, about 40 minutes. It's good. Good 40 minutes. Probably one of the best <laughs> weekly TV wrestling shows you'll find. Even though it's do, in an empty arena right now. But Do they have any of the New Japan Japanese talent on it? Sometimes, yeah. Okay. They come back and forth. Like Jeff Cobb sometimes is on there. Uh, I think. Jay White? Yeah, Jay White's been on there in the beginning. Oh, sick. Yeah, it's like, it depends who they get in and out of the country, innit? I'm going to give that a go. Yeah. Um, I, I strongly suggest checking out the USA tournament weekly at the moment because it's um, pretty interesting. But yeah, uh, Osprey versus uh, Shingo is tomorrow. Um, well, Probably Sunday Osprey morning. Osprey versus Shingo. No, I mean Osprey versus Abushi shit. So I was gonna say. <laughs> I don't like Shingo's in my head for. <laughs> I thought you Okay, please second. explain to me then why you think why both of you think that Will Osprey is winning that match. Well, I kind of explained to you earlier, but right, my thinking is like I told you, like a first-time champion normally has a short run with a belt. Like I told you, like how Jay Whiteman. Obviously, Kenny left. Tanner wins the belt. Drops mm-hmm. it to Jay White. Carter wins in New Japan Cup. Boom. Uh, Jay White loses it in Madison Square Garden. Okay. But the other part of me is saying, he's just merged the belts. Do you really want him to lose the title right now before, you know, when he's just merged the, like two belts completely and it's on his first defence? Which doesn't make too much sense. Like, so I'm really 50-50. I'm really interested to see how it goes. Like, obviously, Zach challenged in 2018 and he lost. So if Osprey loses as well, then it's kind of like the two Brits have kind of lost their final championship title match. 
And do I want to see Osprey win the belt? Kind of, yeah, but... Do I want to see Ibushi keep the belt? Kind of, yeah. And is, there, is it going to be a banger? Yeah, so you kind of like... You got that feel of like... You know, how a wrestling match should feel, I guess. It's very 50-50, very split down the line. But you know you're going to get a good, solid match out of it. Okay. James, um, wanna come I think in? I'd echo pretty much everything that you've said, to be honest. I just think that they've they've built Will Ospreay up so much recently, bit by bit, that is it at the point now where it's like the pinnacle of the build? Um, and is this the perfect time to do it? If he loses, are uh, they going to go into match after match? Or if he loses, you're just going to fall back into another thing I just feel like I understand what you said there that he shouldn't lose it on the first one I think he's someone that can carry the title and create its like its lineage as like as a new like, just in terms of the new face plate and stuff like that I just feel like they've built Will Ospreay up so much that now for me it's probably the best time to do it if they are going to do it um, if they're just going to give him a short reign and they're going to let Abushi chase it back and then get it I think it's probably more out of hope just because I enjoy watching Will Ospreay's matches I, I think Abushi is better at the chase than having the title. Yeah, than having the title. And Same with Kenny Omega. His, his previous title reigns, if you look at his like stuff that he did in DDT and stuff like that, I've been only about three months. So, I think I look at it as more as for if he was going into Wrestle Kingdom, like next year. Not that they'll like whoever wins will carry the title all that way, but which is going to be their big their big moment is it going to be Abushi winning it back after chasing it for so long or is it going to be Osprey winning it after chasing it so long then I would arguably say it would be the former rather than the latter whether they plan that far ahead or whether it's just me putting into my hypothetical booking mode but I think I'd probably rather go with the former than the latter so that's why that's why I've just got an inkling of, of Will Osprey winning but like you said Bash I think whatever happens whoever wins it's going to be an absolute stormer of a match it's got five star written all over it if not more but that they had a banger a few years ago for the Neville Operate title where Osprey literally did really concuss Ibushi so hopefully that oh, doesn't yeah, happen that. again but I guess the we'll only way I see, see what happens in winning is if it's a screwed finish could be yeah because there's going it'll to be, be an absolute like 10 out of 10 match but the last two minutes of it will be a screwed finish and then we'll Ospreay will win that's the only th- that's the only way I see it. I don't see him winning clean over Kota Ibushi yeah I don't I don't see a clean win if they're building up so much as a heel like the yeah. way he is now it's going to be a screwed finish if he wins like there has, there has to be you can't have the, like Kota Ibushi is like their guy like he signed like a lifetime contract with them he's like fucking you know they don't want to make him look weak and if their plan is right we do want to have the title on somebody else because we want to have Kota do the chase and whatever you can't have Kota Ibushi look weak because they made him look weak too many times yeah but yeah um, we'll go on to the NXT standard deliver card which looks like probably the it's loaded as hell yeah probably probably, probably the probably better than Wrestlemania I think as as a two night card it's not Mania yeah for me I completely agree I think as silly as that you could almost swap both of these nights with the Wrestlemania nights and you wouldn't you wouldn't bat an eyelid there's so many strong matches throughout the whole of them with the exception of maybe 
on night two, the women's tag team match. <coughs> I really can't see a match on there that I'm not excited for. I think Pete Dunne and Kushida is going to be an absolute stormer. Yeah. The men's tag team match, I think there's too much going on in it, but it'll be a good match regardless. The Gauntlet match, the same. Wolf and Tommaso Ciampa, I've absolutely no idea what to expect in that match. This is my problem with this. I really can't. My problem is how lazy they've booked it. They could have, they could have brought if they can bring Jordan Devlin in, you could have brought somebody in. Yeah. You could absolutely. have re, you could have rerun Dragon off and Walter. Because that was arguably one of the best matches WWE's put in the pandemic era. Oh, that was an absolute. Oh, yeah. I, I could watch that match now. They could, like, they, yeah, I'm gonna go back to that. They could have brought Dragon off in, rerun that, uh, NXT takeover, absolutely no problem. I have an issue with the way they booked this UK title. Well, have so, we got the card up? So, I've got the card, yeah. Yeah, I've got, got the card up and we'll do predictions on it. Right, so Pete Dunne and Kushida, I don't see Kushida winning that match, to be fair. I hate no, to say No, I think it. Pete Dunne's winning that. I'm going to go Pete Dunne as well. Triple threat tag match. I want Grizzle Young Veterans to get their moment, but it's probably going to be MSK the way they've booked them. Yeah, I think I'm, I'd pick. So... Who is so? Who is it? So it's MSK versus Grizzle Young Vets and uh, the Phantasmal Crew. Um, I think it's gonna be Grizzled Young Veterans. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be MSK. I think it's gonna be MSK the way they've booked them. I think it's gonna be MSK. I'd like to see the Grizzled Young Veterans win because being the way that they are on the mic and being the heels, they could come out and say, "Oh, you're not good enough." The first time was lucky, etc., and they can build a storyline behind it. But I do think they're just gonna they're just gonna go all in on MSK. They're a good tag team, don't get me wrong, but they are. I think they're gonna go all in on MSK, and they're gonna be the ones that take the titles. Yeah, the but, the gauntlet match is the interesting one. Like, I this it's, is it's, what I'm it's between the most. It's between LA Knight and Dexter Loomis. Yeah, it's so between 100%. them two. Them two will be the final two probably. Yeah. I think Dexter Loomis is winning the whole thing and taking the title off Johnny Gargano. I agree with that as well. But that is the thing about TakeOver that I'm looking forward to the most. Mm. I'm looking forward to this one, even though I don't like the booking of it. But I do like the intrigue of how Walter and Champa. I think... That's going to be a painful match. I think I think, <laughs> I, I think they've painful. had a match in, in England. In the sense, pair are going to beat the shit out of one another. Because I know Champ has been in progress. I don't know if he's faced Walter though. But that is that. Obviously, the, the they didn't need the title for that. They could just, just chuck the title away. They just been. I like, think this we is want to potentially going to be the America. match of the two nights. One of them, yeah. It's it has the potential. Mate, there's so many matches that can steal the card. Yeah. Yeah. Over two nights, it's just too stacked. I think I've got my match of the night, but we'll come on to it in a minute. You got um. Walter's winning, I hate to say. Yeah, I think... Um, Walter's having that feud with that guy in NXT UK, so he's kind of got yeah. to win, hasn't he? Rampage Brown. But if you, if you want to pull the swerve, swerve. Or Fuck does Campbell want to move to the UK? Like, is he is he willing to travel? Is he, you know, even if he won the title, it'd have to be a short reign. Boy, the, the way... Between America and the States all the time. The way his travel is right now, that ain't going to happen. Yeah. If you get me still in the pandemic, if this wasn't a pandemic era, you got a point, but no way 
Norway, they're letting people I'm travel. I'm surprised they're even defending that title on a take like a takeover set in the US. So, but normally, some of the big takeovers, there's always been a UK title match. Like you had Pete Dunne, Walter, uh, Pete Dunne versus um, Tyler Bate. So every once in a while, one of the bigger takeovers, they normally have the UK title defended. I think something's going to happen in that match. That's not going to be a clean pinfall victory for one or the other. Imperium, so- Imperium is coming out. That's happening. Yeah, Imperium. And then just looking at the last one, as excited as I am for Ayo Shirai and Raquel Gonzalez, I just think he's got a screwy finish written all over it. I think Dakota Kai is going to cost Gonzalez yeah. match and it's just going to be pointless. Like, There's no need for it now. Like, You've built up Gonzalez as such a monster heel. Just run with it. Don't let the Dakota Kai get involved and then either cost of the match which I think is going to happen and then they're going to do it just to split up Dakota Kai and Mikael Gonzalez to then six months down the line put the belt on Mikael Gonzalez again it just seems like a waste of time yeah true and then I think I think I think Raquel's taking that title for some some yeah reason. I've got a feeling that Eo Shirai is going to lose I think Eo's coming up after Mania I think Eo's EO, EO versus Asuka would be that would be the thing EO versus Asuka would be an absolutely amazing match but doesn't it seem a bit predictable it does seem predictable I completely agree the only reason that I don't think that Io Shirai will come on is when we get to the Wrestlemania predictions which will probably foreshadow what I'm going to say I think there's going to be two matches that she'll come into and she'll go into a title picture but it'll be against two people that she's already had matches against before Rhea Ripley and yeah, Bianca Belair. And, and I think they're both going to win at WrestleMania. And it's going to be a case of they bring they take the title off her. They bring her up as a big event. Because it's going to be a huge event when she comes up because she's absolutely unbelievable. And I think her and Asuka and have matches like you wouldn't believe. But they'll bring her up on the Raw after WrestleMania. And I, if, they, if she does come up, and it is a case of it's Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair have won the titles, I'm going to be really, really worried for what they do with Ayushirai because there's not a match there that anyone's not seen before. She brings up and Asuka's won the title. That is a, that's a headline match straight away. But I'd be, I'd be very nervous for if she comes up or she loses a title, she comes up after the Raw and it's into a, into a feud with people that we've already seen before. Mm. That's a good point. You got the women's tag match, which is... I'm not, I'm not going to like say anything bad about it. You know... I just, yeah. I just, I think it'll be a good match. I just they're losing the titles. Yeah, they're losing the titles. <laughs> no, I think I, I agree with what you say. Like it's gonna be a good match. Don't get me wrong, because Ember Moon's a good wrestler. Shotzi Blackheart, unbelievable. <sighs> what, what, what are they doing with Shotzi? She deserves everything. She deserves yeah. the world. They're dropping the ball. I just don't. I just don't think that the NXT tag division is or the women division is strong enough to warrant having their own tag titles at the moment. No, they're, they're, they're basically just throwing together teams. Yeah, which is sad. Uh, Shotzi should have been number one contender by now. Shotzi should have main events like should have should be on Raw or SmackDown now by now, but she's not. This, but at least they're doing something with her, so that's the important thing. This <laughs> next one is the interesting one because I know I've seen their indie bangers. So Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. Is going to be an absolute banger. If they're given the right losing. amount of time. 
if they're given the right amount of time, they're gonna have a bomb burner match. If you want to see like matches, talking about Jubilee being in Ring of Honor, they're like two matches they had. They had the match at Final Battle, was, was which is kind of like a uh, they had a, like an unsanctioned match there, a fight without honor, which was an absolute bomb burner for the Ring of Honor title, and then they had a match at the Tokyo Dome. Adam Cole became a three-time Ring of Honor champion. So this match probably be four stars written all over it already. I I, I agree, and Had, uh, I think Adam Cole is losing. Yeah, Adam Cole's coming up. Uh, I agree with everyone. I agree with everything that's just been said there. As much as is not going to happen, I would love him to just. Sit at both in a room and just say, just "Go out and do what you want. Do what you want, and you'll it'll be a five star match." Just hope it's not regulated anyway. They're both they're both deserving of being up in the in the in the rafters at the moment. But I think Conor Riley should be kept on the next because I think he's not got more development, but I think they've got more character to build with him. Yeah, and I think it'd be it'd be absolutely perfect to go straight into a program with whoever wins. Well, we know who's going to win the singles match for the title, but whoever wins that match... Um, have Kyle O'Reilly chasing. Yeah, go straight into that and then let Adam Cole come up and become world champion like he, he probably will be in the next 18 months or two years, and rightly so, because mm-hmm. Adam Cole, I would have straight on SmackDown. Yeah. Straight into well, straight into a, a feud with Brian. Well, we're going to get onto that prediction. I'd have been a feud with Brian, but then that means a Brian... That's going on the... Uh, the premise that Brian wins the title at WrestleMania, which mm. I'm, I'm, I went from there's no way in hell that's happening to Brian is my pick, but we'll get into that. <laughs> got going on. We, we pick Dexter Loomis, right? Yeah, Dexter. I'm going with Dexter Loomis to win the whole thing. See, this is the interesting one. You bring Devlin back after all that. You know, stuff oh, like shit. that. Happened. Yeah, that ladder match, Jordan Devlin versus, And then you got uh, Santos Escobar. Escobar? <laughs> In a ladder match? You know oh, what? This, I'm picking this, Santos Escobar. I hate to see it. This is the one that I mentioned earlier. I think this is going to be my match of the weekend. Or oh, the two nights, should I say. For me, so, I've just got, before, I really before we get into predictions on this match, just to confirm, did Jordan Devlin get cleared of all that shit that happened before? I don't know. I think there's, it's less of a clearing, more of a brushed under the carpet. Yeah. I think it's probably the way. There was no, like, there was a lot of stuff, there was a lot of accusations, but there was there was very few kind of solid things there. So I think he's probably done the right thing, and I think they've managed it well. Just take him out of the limelight, let it all kind of dust settle. People will still have their opinion about it. Well, what he did wasn't actually bad, was it? His was just kind of stupid. Yeah, it seems like he was like, I would never defend it in any sense of the match, but it was a lot. It was a lot lighter than what a lot of people was doing. Like whether the specifics are true or not, I suppose that's everyone will have their own kind of opinion on it. What he did was still wrong, and I think they managed it well. Except like take him out of the limelight, yeah. Let it get sorted out. Let it let happen whatever needs to happen in order to get it sorted out, and then bring it back. And I think they've done it well. It's just what happens next. Whether his character changes, whether he changes as a person, which I'm hoping he has done. Yeah. Um, because he's always had great matches. Every time I've seen him in the Indies, great matches. When he was on NXT, great matches. He had an unbelievable match with Finn Balor, um, NXT Blackpool. Yep, I remember that. Um, which was an absolute stormer. 
he's got the potential to be someone that can really elevate the Cruiserweight Championship and so can Santos Escobar and I think it'll be the best thing for the Cruiserweight division at the moment to have them both in there but, and you know ladder match as well yeah they just up the stakes a lot more in that match so oh, yeah. who do you who do you see winning? <sighs> I'm gonna say I think that Devlin's gonna win purely on the basis that I think that Escobar is destined for bigger and better things at the moment, and I think I've got a feeling that he'll lose, and then they'll start moving him up the ladder a little bit. They'll start moving him into the picture with um, in and around North American title. And I think Johnny Gargano is gonna lose, and I think he'll be another person that comes up. I think yeah, I think it's his time now. I think there's there's no. I don't. I don't agree with that. I think his time was a year ago, two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Completely understand where you come from. I completely agree with that. But I think it's it's now is probably the right time for him to do it because nobody wants to. I say nobody wants to see because he'll always have five time matches. But we've seen it all before. We've seen him chase the world title. We've the NXT title. It's just there's nothing that's there for him now. I think it's his time that he needs to move up. I wouldn't even be against moving up with Tommaso Ciampa and just putting them into a feud on the main roster for a little bit. Just yeah. to get him in and get him settled. Like you have one, say you have Gargano's music hit and he's like a big a big entrance into Raw after Mania and then literally has his music still playing. Ciampa's music hits and they start something there. Anything they could do. I just think it's... Like I agree with what you said. It was his time a year ago, but they need to do something with him. And I, I think he's getting to a point now where he's going to get lost in the shuffle of NXT if he doesn't move up soon. Yeah. No, that's... that's I think it's a bad way. I think Escobar's destined for that next step up from the Cruiserweight Championship into into the North American Championship picture. And I think rightly so as well. I think he deserves it. Yeah. Uh, I just I don't know I got a feeling that San- Santos is going to take that belt for some reason I don't know why it it depends on how much faith they have in Devlin and again it all comes back to if all of that stuff's been sorted and you know punishers wrestlers aren't being punished or something along those lines but it dep- also depends on travelling as well and visas and things like that you don't know how well, long yeah, he's in I mean, the country for and also, where do they want to keep the title? Do they want to keep yeah. the cruiserweight title in the UK, or do they want it in the states? Yeah. Like, and can you tra- can you travel? Going to be coming back to at the moment to America. At the moment, can you, is he is he staying there? Is he going to travel back and forth? Can you travel back and forth during the pandemic? You know, people. Maybe think... Devlin's joint. Maybe Devlin's moved to the states. I mean, if well, he's moved to the states, then happened, yeah was in the UK and UK fans when he's doing independent shows and everything will remember maybe he's gone you know what I need a, I need a new start maybe you never know maybe he's moved to Tampa if he's moved to Tampa then yeah I can see him keeping the belt but if he hasn't then you kind of see which way it's going this is, which is the issue I'm going to go with Devlin to win okay because and, I do agree with James, I think Escobar is destined for bigger things. And then we're on the main event of a Karrion Cross versus Balor, which we all think Karrion Cross is getting. Get Bala, are we going to? Are we going to get the just Finn Balor, or are we going to get the Demon, or are we going to get half and half? I haven't seen the build, so 
I'm kind of going through it right now, so I'm kind so, of... What is going on Basically, Finn, Finn Balor kind of hinted that, you know, he, he hinted at the demon, but yeah. he then kind of referenced it as kind of like, you know, half demon, half man kind of thing. And I was like, he's going to come out with half of his face painted. He's going to be like fucking... He's going to look like Two-Face. So he's bringing yeah. out the war paint. But the only thing is... The demon has never lost a takeover. But he's never lost at all. Half. He's never lost a takeover. He's never lost in a anywhere. Well, no. <laughs> so, well, but Finn's losing that belt. Like that, that, that is already decided in my head. That's Finn's losing it. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Karrion Cross didn't get his run. Um, and I'd be happy to see. I'm a fan of Karrion Cross, and I think that he would be a fine choice to run and be the main guy in NXT I would like to see Karrion Cross and Walter just beat shit out of each other so I'm hoping that he wins and I'm hoping that he's just uh, they'll just have fight but I think whichever way it looks at it I think I think I think Balor's coming up Balor coming back you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah. Um, so I can't see anyone other than Karrion Cross winning that he never got his he never got his match he never got his time to kind of run with the title, so I, I think it's going to be. I think that's probably the most easiest to decide match, which means that something will happen which puts it the other way. But I think for me, it's probably the easiest one to settle, and I think Aaron Cross is walking away with that title. Yep, um, and now we're on to uh, the uh, WrestleMania card, which uh, one of the first matches on night one is Banks versus Belair, which is really intriguing to me because I think them two are going to put on a great match there's some I like, think Belair's going to lose I know yeah I've got this go- no actually I don't have a, I don't think Belair's going to lose I think Belair's going to win this nah I think Sasha's I don't think that they're going to change both of the women's champions on the on no, WrestleMania not, not, so I can, I can see but, Sasha retaining but Belair, Belair wins the Rumble and you built her up winning the Rumble and you're not going to give her the belt at Mania. Just because they win the Rumble doesn't mean that you're automatically going to win the title. Most people do, yeah. Most people do, but not all. I've got a feeling Sasha's going to win, it, but she's going to turn heel in the process. <sighs> she's kind of already <sighs> heelish, isn't it? She's healing it up a little bit, but trust me, I, I, I don't think Bianca Blair's winning the title. James? My... <sighs> I agree with what you've both said, to be honest. I The only thing I think of is, if Bank Belair wins the title, what do they do with Sasha Banks then? But still, but on, on the off chance that she does win, or if Banks wins, I feel like Bank Belair is someone that you can you can insert into a feud of some description. I get the feeling that, to a point that, Belair's maybe not developed as quickly as I think that she would do in terms of the... Of that jump from NXT into like superstardom, so to speak. Um, but I've, I, I think that I personally think looking at the other matches and when we get on to discuss them, I think this is probably the easiest title change that they can make yeah. with the least amount of impact. I think it'll be a great match. I think if it goes on first, I think it'll be. A, I think it'll be a great choice to open WrestleMania night one. Yeah. Really Given the choice, like I don't like Sasha Banks. <laughs> I, I think she's so overrated; it hurts. But I, I, I've just got a feeling. I, 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 I would much, much, much prefer Bianca Belair to win. 
hundred percent, I'd rather, but I just don't see it happening. If, if Belair wins, does that mean that we're going to get another six months of Sasha Banks versus Bayley, which is probably the longest feud that's ever been created in WWE history? Every time neither of them have got something to do, they end up fighting each other. Pretty much, or the joint mm. forces. I do. I really, really like the stuff that Bailey's doing at the moment. I think now that they've given her a little bit more of character development, I think she, I think she's ace. All the, the bits and pieces that she's done, and touching on it as well, I really like the stuff they're doing with Billy Kay as well. I think they've let her run with the ball. They give her a fucking scraps basically, and they've kind of let her run with what she's doing. But I think, I think Belair's going to win. Uh, we all agree, Drew's winning about right. Pretty much, yeah. No qualms on that. We can skip that, yeah? I I think it's going to be... I've got a feeling that the Hurt Business other members are going to cost... Lashley the title. Lashley the title. So I've got images of Shelton Benjamin just coming in and fucking attacking him or something. Uh, Bad Bunny and the Miz. Which is interesting. Yeah. This is the second. This is the second match... Well, the second match that I'm least looking forward to. We'll get on to the other one in a minute, which you can probably guess, but I just, it's beneath the miss. I just feel sorry for him. Yeah, it I is. Feel sorry for him. Oh, I understand boy. what they're doing. I understand that it's a commercial ploy, but if anything, it should be the other way around. Why is Damien Priest, as good as he is, being brought up and now he's managing on a WrestleMania card rather than fighting? It just, it, honestly, I'm perplexed by the whole thing from start to finish. Yeah, it's not great. And obviously, Miz being in this position, giving him the title and taking the title away, and just, it's just I been. Think, a, I read online that it was due to injuries. Yeah, like yeah, Damien yeah. Priest they said Damien Priest and John Morrison is injured. It was uh, meant to be a tag match. Because it was supposed to be a tag match. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what more they can take from the Miz. I don't know what more he's got left to give. <laughs> Fucking hell, isn't it? I mean, still granted, there, I don't know much about Bad Bunny, but if I mean, imagine right, you've got a guy who's not a wrestler, and you've you basically got you've got a singer. He's yeah. not a professional wrestler, but he's an avid wrestling fan. Now, two months ago, they probably said, right, um, you're going to be in WrestleMania, but don't worry, you're going to be in a tag match, so you know you won't need to do all that much. So then. Like the powers that be turning to him and going, okay, due to unforeseen circumstances, we now need you to go into WrestleMania and have a one-on-one match. The pressure that he must be feeling, I'll maybe. give it. I'll give it him fair play. To it's his... WrestleMania, maybe is that the PC yeah. every day? But... You don't know. It could be at the PC every single day. Yeah, Just but putting in some gonna... work. It's not going to be blue. long. It's going to be yeah, about 10 minutes, 5-10 minutes. It's going to be a classic. <laughs> no, it'll be 5-10 minutes. They'll probably pull out some stuff, like springboard off the ropes or something, or jump off the turnbuckle. Yeah, it'll be know, about 10 minutes. It'll probably, probably hit me with a guitar, jump off the turnbuckle and pin it. Yeah, it'll probably be a 10-minute thing. It ain't going to be that long. You can't have in the ring with many better than the Miz, though, so... At least, if you're in the ring with the Miz, you're safe. Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah. So... I suppose, you know, at the end of the day... I think Vince is going to be looking at the figures and seeing the increase that Bad Bunny's going to bring into that Latino market because that's where his kind of thing is. And he's been dying out for everybody. He's essentially replaced Andrade, who he thought was going to be the Latino market ploy <laughs> with Bad Bunny. But I suppose figures talk. If the money's increasing and the figures are increasing, then Vince is going to push behind him as much as he can do. But I think he's winning as well, just on the off record. I think Bad Bunny's winning that much. Okay. Yeah, I'll go with that as well. We all think the tag title matches a showcase for Ole Miss, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Is that just me or? I, th- I don't. I don't think AJ Styles will come into the match at all. No, I think it's just a showcase for almost, but I suppose it's, it's about about time, though, really. I'm yeah. I'm I'm intrigued. Like everything about it, I'm, I want to know what his ring gear is going to look like. I want to see what moves he pulls out. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm. It's intriguing. an intriguing one, but it's just a waste of AJ. Like, yeah. c- considering the thing he had last year to this year, the guy's not even in a singles match. But it's just a waste of AJ Styles. It's making AJ Styles one step closer to being a Grand Slam champion. True. Yeah, but then it's just, we all know it's just, it's just a showcase for Olmas, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That's um, what it is, I, isn't it? Like, um, yeah, I don't mind. Um, um, yeah, they're, they're taking those titles. 100%. Yeah, they're taking their title, yeah. I, I've, got a feel, I've, I've got a feeling that bad things are going to happen. <laughs> Strowman and Chain. You know, Shane... Who gives a fuck? Shane's, really? Shane's just going to have been jump off the cage and do something stupid, in it? I would honestly, mm. hand on heart, watch every single wrestling product produced in 1995, then watch a single Shane Man match. I honestly think, like, I'm very open-minded to wrestlers, but I don't think I dislike a wrestler or ever have disliked a wrestler more than Shane Man. I used to love him in the Attitude Era. And at some point, somebody's got to realise that he's just booking himself into anything he wants. Pretty much, you know, yeah. He's booked matches he shouldn't be in. He's won matches he shouldn't be in. He's coming in. People rave about him, saying like how good he is. And he's, he's, he's terrible. He's actually terrible. He's and been... what they've done to Braun Strowman. Oh, uh, fucking hell. He can get gone from being a world that. champion to... Yeah, last year in the title. They're just making fun of him and they're putting choo-choo noises when he runs around the ring. Oh, my God, that's... That's the worst thing ever. Christ. The thing on Raw, this was the epitome of Shane McMahon. Like, the literal epitome of Shane McMahon. And it, it, you can tell by how Wandle Pants going to bait him now. That Braun Strowman was literally, like, the final boss for ages. Or the person before the boss. He ran through everyone. He destroyed Roman Reigns. He destroyed Brock Lesnar and Kane over multiple weeks. He absolutely annihilated everyone. And then Shane McMahon... Hit him in the face twice with a camera. Did an elbow drop off the top rope through a table. And he gunged and him. Yeah, he couldn't and get slime on him. If he and gunged him, yeah. Like, what the fuck? And like, I'm sitting here thinking, Braun Strowman has literally destroyed everyone. He went through a match, as shambolic as he was. He went through a match with The Fiend. Um, he was, you could do everything. You could, he went through a stage where he could have been hit by a car and he would have just got up. And it was believable. And now all of a sudden, he's been hit with a camera twice and that's it, he's done for. He's like, he, that's game over. And just make Shane McMahon look like the greatest thing ever. But, you just... know, but what are you going to, what are you going to do, Shane, and it? Fucking I, I, owns I, I the company, and it? For it I've got a feeling Strowman's going to win. Like, I, I think Strowman will win. I, th- I think Shane's climbing over the cage or jumping out the door or something. Yeah. If it just, it just jumps from the top of the cage to the announce table and just goes through it just to win. Yeah, just for the hell of it. <laughs> if it's a squash match and Strowman wins in like five minutes and just batters Shane McMahon, I honestly think that would be the pinnacle of wrestling. I'd get a Shane McMahon tattoo if he let it happen. <laughs> That's how confident I am that it's going to be something <laughs> stupid that Shane McMahon's going to... Shane McMahon will have more offense in that match. Probably, yeah. And I'm just going to be sitting there, just fuming, like I currently am now. Like, I've, I've upset myself. Yeah, you seem really <laughs> upset here. Yeah. Let's go on to something more that won't upset you. Uh, Seth and Cesaro should be a absolute 
show stealer of that night. This is an important match for both of them. For Cesaro no, and Seth. This is an important match for Cesaro because this will determine where he goes next. 2020, like the rest of this year. Yeah. And he's got to beat Seth Rollins. He's got to beat Seth Rollins. <laughs> Definitively as well. Yeah. Not like fucking. He's going to uppercut his head off about 20,000 times. <laughs> nah, it needs and to be. And swinging 20,000 times. But Cesaro needs to dominate. Yeah. I'm going on a limb and saying if Cesaro wins this match clean. He's winning the Rumble and he'll be a champion next WrestleMania. Are you going to put your bet on now? I'm going to put a, at some point when I, when I when I have a look at it, Cesaro is going to be one of the people that I put to win the Men's Royal Rumble. I'm going with him and Adam Cole for next year. That's good my picks, two. I've, good I've, picks. I've just, as much as as much as like I, I don't think it's going to happen. I really really like Cesaro. I think he's unbelievable in the ring. He's so underutilized. And like James has just said, this is a literal make-or-break match. If he loses to Seth yeah. Rollins, Cesaro might as well go to AEW. This, nothing yeah, this is his shot. Like, this this is, is his time. This is like the one chance. Like The tease, this, this is literally the last, the one and last chance. Yeah. If Cesaro goes in with an audience, this is what like, I'm hoping for. Because there's going to be a crowd there. I want Cesaro's music hit, and I want people to go fucking insane. I I want it to be a better ovation than Edge. I want it to be like, oh my God, you know. And if that happens, and Vince is backstage watching it, and he watches that reaction, and the stars align... (laughs) A star gets born. Then then Cesaro will be championed by the... I'd put him straight in a few reigns. You've said all that there, but you forget the last time that a superstar went from nothing to have all the fans behind him was Rusev, then he got sacked pretty much. They got shown the door because the fans supported him. So I wouldn't be surprised if Vince just sits there and thinks, oh, he's getting too many chairs there, let's get rid of him. Shipping my To me, that's the most important match of the night, of yeah, of, of that night, which I'm yeah, assuming is going to be night one. Yeah, night one, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I think night one personally, I think night one's, in my preference, is the better night of the two. Mm. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, no, I'll take you back actually, I forgot that Shaman Man's match is on there. Night yeah. two is the <laughs> But yeah, uh, let's go on to night two. You have uh, Reigns and Edge with his odd heel turn now, and chucking Daniel Bryan in there, which obviously I understand for business sense, you're going to chuck him in there because it's Daniel Bryan and sells. He's going to sell tickets. Imagine, not having Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania is just sacrilege. I, isn't Daniel it? Bryan's my, my pick. <sighs> at first, I was going with Edge. But then now, now he's going into this heel turn. you got two heels and one face. Which is just an odd... It's just a really odd mix. I think Daniel Bryan's the smart choice. Yeah, Daniel Bryan's a smart choice. Edge. Rose, Roman Reigns. I think <sighs> Reigns is winning this match. I think. I've got a feeling. I'm, I'm going with Brian. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking Edge just for the hell of it. It's good. All right. I'm, uh... I think this is the first time we've spoken and had predictions that we've all decided on someone different. But yeah. it'd be interesting to hear everyone's pitch in a second about why they're thinking. I only think Roman Reigns purely because I think they put Daniel Bryan in there one because of popularity and two because I think with Edge's injuries. He's going to still be, he's still going to be getting up to speed as good a wrestler he is. And I don't think that Roman Reigns is good enough to carry a match just yet. 
So I, I think that that's right in there to balance it out. I but think I just, that's why they chucked them in a triple threat match to hide edges. Maybe yeah. reluctant of being in there. My logic for Daniel Bryan is fresher matches. So Daniel Bryan is champion. Then you've got, right, Cesaro versus Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Awesome. You've got Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan. Awesome. You've got, it depends who they decide to push. Nakamura, Daniel Bryan. Oh, my God. Nakamura's not going to push. <laughs> he's a more, like... You can put him with anybody. Who can, yeah, exactly. He can That's have it, yeah. a good match with anyone, anyone whereas yeah. Reigns... This is the. Don't, I'm not taking anything away from Reigns. This is the yeah. best work he has ever done oh, in his entire that. career. Yeah, the best run he's had. But I've just got a feeling that you can do more with Daniel Bryan. Adam Cole comes up. Yeah, Daniel Adam Bryan, Cole yeah. versus Daniel Bryan. So, I just think from from these three, there is no money to be made out of Reigns versus Edge or Reigns versus Bryant as a feud. But if Reigns wins the title, I think there's money all over an Edge versus Bryant feud going over a span of a couple of months. And I think that's my only basis on that. I think that Romans will win. Purely on the basis that I think something will happen that means Edge and Daniel Bryan can then go into a feud between them. And whether that means that it goes into next WrestleMania and you have one-on-one Edge versus Daniel Bryan because Daniel Bryan is good enough to carry Edge for a match. And Edge will be up to speed. I just think there's 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 too much money in an Edge versus Daniel Bryan feud to just ignore it. But I don't but think there's a lot of money in Edge as well, champion. See, my yeah. my thing Same is thing as well. Edge wins it, but he doesn't hold it for long. Like he has a little, what a two two three month run, not too long. It won't be for long. Has one or two then, title defenses, and then you know, loses it. You know, but the the thing is like. You make him. You make him do that Royal Rumble stint, going from one to thirty, and then you make him lose at the, you know, at WrestleMania. You're going, on, you're going back to the assumption that just because you win the Royal Rumble, you win the title. It's not the case. It is not the case. My only problem with Daniel Bryan winning is it too close to what he did last time when he came into yeah, the match. Yeah, yeah, John Cena. With Daniel that. Bryan doesn't belong in this match. Like, <laughs> I, 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 he does not belong in it, and. That I is agree it. with you. I don't like the way he's gone about it. And I don't agree with it. But it is what it is. From a business from a business standpoint, you're not gonna have Daniel Bryan at a WrestleMania in a top time. No, match. but from a business standpoint, it's just a way of saving the match. You you've, yeah. you've got a match that's headline in WrestleMania and you've got You got fans there, got, remember as well. Exactly. That's but the thing. You've also you have got you've got to put on a 10 out of 10 show because this is the first show back yeah, in front of fans pre- like post-pandemic so the match needs to be like a five-star classic well a wrestler who's just come out of retirement and a wrestler who is very good but perhaps not good enough to carry a match is not a way to headline you need to have somebody in there who's safe in which case Daniel Bryan should have won the Royal Rumble to begin with but they didn't so they've turned it into a triple threat Yep, I agree with your points there. Um, you it's going to be a weird one. You want to add anything, James? No, nah, I, I agree. I, I think that Daniel Bryan should have won the Royal Rumble from the outset. I think, I almost feel like, again, they've made another wrong decision. It was unbelievable that Ed won the Royal Rumble. And 100%, I love the fact that he did. And he went from 1 to 30. But 
I just I, I think he, I think Brian should have won. You could have done that with Edge at any point, um, but the fact that Brian didn't win, and now they've put him into a match. Like don't you want Daniel Bryan could have a five star match with a toddler if he wanted to, <laughs> but it just That's how he does with his own kids. Yeah, you're not wrong. It just seems it just seems not stupid, but it's like. They've built Edge up and he's won the Royal Rumble from 1 to 30. It's unbelievable. Like, he's done this yeah, big yeah, thing yeah. hardly anyone else has ever done. Apart from Shawn Michaels. Give, and then you're going to give him a match that he's like, he's going to give him a match that he can only win because there's another person in it. Like, you're not letting him have that 1v1, beat the all concrete Roman Reigns, and then go forward with it. Like, he's, he's no spring chicken, let's not get wrong. Like, he's going to have, what, a couple of years? Like, a top performances before his matches become more sporadic it just seems like it was I it think was, he'll be gone by the end of 2021 I think it was as much as I love it and as much as a nostalgia thing it'll be and as controversial it might sound I think it was just an unnecessary rumble win the booking yeah. just, just the booking has just been sporadic on it it's just not great is it the booking throwing things at the wall and hoping to see what sticks and it doesn't stick does it really no it's not yeah. and now Brian's going to have to battle the match out again like he did a couple of years ago when it was Randy Orton versus Batista, Batista was it? yeah. And he went through Triple H at the beginning. Yeah, so Daniel Bryan battling him out again for a good match. But then it's like you've got a choice of playing a football match with Messi or without Messi. Of course, you're always going to pick Messi, aren't you? So yeah, you're going to pick a star player. That, yeah. Then you've got Rhea versus Asuka, which is... Rhea. I do, I do, like, I want Asuka to get a moment. I really do. She deserves it. Yeah. But, you know, but the way things are after Mania with the media tour and all that, you kind of can see Rhea winning. I think Rhea has to win. They can't afford to give Rhea another loss like she had against Charlotte Flair last year. Yeah, but then it's like, oh, kind of when it comes to WrestleMania season, you always want to fuck up Asuka. She can't, she's, she's the best thing that on there throughout the year. And it's kind of like, oh, you just want to screw her over every time there's a mania. Yeah, I, I agree, but like, I think... I get I it from a business people... standpoint, I really do, but... Ask her on, um, I've been laughing at Asker's um, Instagram, I don't know if she's follower. But she keeps just putting herself into these weird videos of like... Training. I don't know, I've seen a few of them, yeah. <laughs> like, she was chasing a car the other day. Like, there was a meme... Ball. Yeah, literally, like she keeps putting herself into these these wild things for no apparent reason. I find them really funny, but like it's just like why was she had the time to do that? Like the one that I seen the other day was a car driving, and like the kids are in the back, and they're like, "Put your foot down, he's getting closer." Oh, it was the Simpsons. She's like, "Put your foot down." She's oh getting yeah, and Asuka's chasing. And it was just Asuka chasing the car, and like she sat there and she's creating that. For, like he must be out of boredom, but she did make me laugh. Yeah, but she's been like the most entertaining thing of the year. Um, to me, on the women's there's division, match, there's one match which we haven't covered yet, which I thought we would have. What? Uh, Ko versus Sami Zayn. We'll get onto it. And Logan Paul appearing. Uh, yeah, like I said, we'll get onto it in a second. Uh, With Asuka though, like something that I do want to touch on. When Asuka first came into WWE, right at the very beginning, I'd never actually heard of her. Um. And like when she was coming through WWE and she was going for NXT, she had some good matches NXT. And it was actually James that told me how good she was, and like saying like like, like someone to watch out for. Mm. And she's one hundred percent lived up to the hype that you put behind her because she is now 
I think she's the, with the exception of maybe Charlotte Fair, she's the best in ring worker in the WWE in terms of the women's side of things. And she's yeah. someone that you, you can you can put her in any situation and she'll elevate it beyond the stratosphere. And I am gutted for Charlotte Flair that she's not going to be part of WrestleMania because I think there was money to be made in any match that you wanted to put her in. But I suppose there's always Monday for them to shoehorn in a match of some description. Yeah, we got the Chargirl Mankind oh. versus Orton. Does well, anybody does anybody give a and fuck? And this feud is over. This feud will never be over. This feud yeah, it will. <laughs> it will go on forever because this is another match that you can put in the bin with Shaman Man and Bad Bunny yeah. because it's a feud that has been, it's died probably what maybe four or five times and it's been resurrected against everyone else's belief. I, I, I'm just interested in the Fiend's entrance. That's it. I'm not interested in the match. I, I'm just no, interested in his entrance. I want to make sure it ends. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it's my, my last time and it's still going. Yeah. Bye. Fucking... Oh, so, sorry, carry on. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, it just needs to end. But <laughs> let the Fiend win and just let that be it. It's done. And these pair never... Even in a Royal Rumble, I don't want to see these pair run into each other in a Rumble. Like, Keep them apart for three years, four years. Let Randy Orton retire. The only thing that's the only thing that I've got an inkling of. I've got a feeling that Alexa Bliss is going to align herself with Randy Orton. Oh God! Oh, no. And then the feud, no, the feud's going to continue. Oh my God! It like, but it's, it's two immortals. Randy Orton healed from burns after <laughs> and the fiend has been set on fire when he's come back like what is going to happen like there's literally going to be a point where there's something's got to happen but neither of them are going to die it's going to be it's going to be like Ric Flair and Vince McMahon when they had their match at like 60 plus at Wrestlemania oh it should be these do you guys, do you guys like have you ever read like the old Captain America comics no but I know some things about them so basically, in that, the Red Skull and Captain America basically get, there's like this bubble and it's like a time sphere where they both get trapped inside of it in like 1944. So basically, and basically fighting for 80, 90 years <laughs> before they come out. It's just a never ending battle. Uh, and that's what Randy Orton and the Fiends like. In 60 years' time, we're just going to still be watching it going. Fuck, mate, they're still alive. We're, we're, we're on WrestleMania fucking 65 and it's still The Fiend versus Randy Orton. Big E versus Apollo in a Nigerian drum fight. What the fuck is that? It's, it's a no hold barred match, but who sat there at the table and was like, what can we call this to make it sound different? And then someone's just put that out there. A racist motherfucker. Yeah, how racist is it, that? It, it really is. Some, it really some is. dodgy guy at the end of the table. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so, uh, it's so racist, it's unbelievable. How, how have they got away with it as well? That's what I want to know, like, because that's going to have gone through checks. And who was sat there on that table and thought, you know what, this is what we're going to go about? Because without delving into too much, of the people that make the decisions, <coughs> I don't think there's a single one of them that is from Nigeria. Because Bruce Pritchard definitely isn't, and so neither. <laughs> huh? But Vince kind of kicking his KKK cap under the uh, table. Oh my god! Fuck the match. Apollo accent. It's worse than fucking. It is. It is. It's bad. worse than Kofi's accent, fake Jamaican accent. 
it's worse than Akeem, the African James from like 1992. Oh my god, like, it's so like, it's so stereotypically racist. It, it, it's unbelievable. It is literally. It might be the worst thing I've seen WWE do in a long time. Oh, and keep in mind, just... they melted Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Yeah, and brought Ben <laughs> McMahon back. So no. it's that bad. It is like, I just, oh, I think the lesser the pain, the better. It's going to be one of them things that's going to be winning, though. Give it a couple yeah, of years Apollo's and it'll winning, be yeah. strong from I the think uh, Apollo's winning work. because Big E's going to go on to bigger things. Yeah, Big E's going to go on to universal title matches and stuff. So mm. I, I think, even though he's gimmick shit, Apollo is very good. Yeah. And I think he's. He's intercontinental level. Yeah. Uh, the match you wanted to talk about was KO and Sami Zayn. Which yeah, I've had... not watched SmackDown. How's Logan Paul in this? Something to do with uh, Sami's documentary or something. Okay. It, he was the celebrity, the celebrity influence in it. And Kevin Owens gave him a little bit of a push after uh, after he got involved with Sami Zayn. But it's just... That's a face, isn't it? Logan Paul's the highest thing on the internet at the moment in terms of YouTube and the stuff that he's doing around Pokemon and whatnot. So I prefer KSI. So I prefer him as well, absolutely. But I think whilst Logan Paul's so popular in America, yeah. cash on, get yourself some extra viewership. It's, it's not the bad bunny bun. thing, eh? I'm tweeting yeah. KSI. I'm tweeting KSI. Jump on a plane. <laughs> Go again, uh, knock him out again. For one, one of his many flaws, Vince McMahon is a very, very good businessman. And if he's seen that Bad Bunny's as popular as and he's seen that Logan Paul's popular as, you'll get people that will tune in to watch it just for them two people. Oh, of course. Um, and the viewership's going to go up. Logan Paul, to be fair, Logan Paul is built. He's built like an absolute tank. He's what, like six foot oh, one, six foot two. He's built. He's got the he's got the physical build of somebody that could potentially develop into being a wrestler if he wanted to. So why when he had the boxing match with KSI. I won't lie, I much prefer KSI, but Logan Paul was in far better shape. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. I think it's it's it's, it's a, something that is a, a no-loss situation for Vince McMahon. He's going to make money off it, he's going to have all eyes, and he's going to have attention on it. And just yeah. go from there. Yeah, but, you know, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn always put in a great match. On the yeah, grandest, yeah, that's going to be... On the grandest stage of them all... <laughs> on the grandest stage of them all, just let them fucking go at it and let Kevin Owens do something mental. Let him jump off a pirate ship. To move things forward, though, I'd have Sami Zayn win. Sami Zayn needs a win. Yeah. And <laughs> that Mania as well. You know, I... Sami Zayn's another one. He's like Cesaro. Like, you want it to happen, but it's never going to happen. But then, there's always hope. I think the ship sailed on him, unfortunately. I think yeah, I agree. It's in a kind of gone. But there's so many like just mentioned there. Sami Zayn Cesaro, you could have that as a main event match for a title on a on a B pay per view, and you wouldn't bat an eyelid of it. I just think that they just lost in the shuffle now, unfortunately. Well, on the last match, finally, um, Sheamus and Riddle with the US title. Having a match made out of having nothing for either of them. Yeah, yeah. Got both together and thought, yeah, we'll make a match. I'd have Riddle retain. I'd have Riddle retain the title. Yeah, I think Riddle yeah, should right. be. There's no point putting Sheamus into a into a main event card after he lost to the potential yeah. winner already. Name come out with a split for Riddle in his entrance. Yeah. Having stoned with, I want to see Riddle come out with RVD in his Did entrance the on the scooter. Riddle and Asuka on SmackDown and Riddle forgot it's live. And basically, Riddle was like having a conversation with him. So he was riding around on his scooter. 
and he basically turned to Asuka and I think his line was like something along the lines of oh a, a scooter's like popular in Japan and then he literally looked at the floor and went I've forgotten my next line and just rode off on his scooter on, on live TV and Asuka just kind of stood there looking concerned like confused and um, Pritchard and Vince apparently thought it was hilarious so they just left it in too many he legit said oh I forgot my line and just scooted off <laughs> Probably is probably the only person in WWE at the moment that could get away with it. Fuck it out. So... I want to see him and RVD on a scooter. Or him coming oh. up to RVD saying, Hey pal, have you got a split? <laughs> it's have legal. It's not the as well. Have you got some of that marijuana for me? <laughs> I tell you what'll happen. It'll be, you know, he goes around at the moment and he just keeps going on with these business ideas all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. You He's going to pitch what the RVD, and RVD is going to go ahead with it. Do you want to do, do some brownie cakes or something? <laughs> yeah. On that note, that is a, a huge show for us, actually. We've been going uh, for There's, a, there's a, a lot going while. on, and next week is going to be a big week for, you know. This is probably yeah, one, one of our longest shows ever, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to the two Jameses, thank you very much. It's always a pleasure. That's no, fine. Just keep uh, wrestling James, with you. Do you want to plug pressure? Yeah, if you don't mind, it's James Vaughan 14. Yeah. That is the same for everything, nice and easy. Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram, all the same. Uh, and for me and Bash, it's our Twitter, which is at Breeze underscore shooting. Uh, um, I am uh, at the broken point one, but I don't talk about wrestling there. Hmm. I talk about my deep content for the British government. Which is there. If you want to hear about that, feel free to follow me. Fair enough. But, uh, <laughs> apart from that, um, yeah, thank you, both of you guys, and thank you for talking to me through this long ass show. I <laughs> uh, hope you all enjoy next week, and uh, yeah, I suppose have fun. we'll be back um, for a uh, review post show. Post WrestleMania show, really? Yeah, the post WrestleMania show, which is always a good one. Post WrestleMania, post TakeOver. Post raw, post bloody everything, and uh, post uh, wrestling. It's gonna be an intense week. Yeah, oh, but yeah. yeah, thank you guys. Take care. Uh, Take care. Your voice, yeah, stay safe. Bye. Yeah.